0: Hello, welcome back to Champagne Confidence. This episode today, it's juicy. Uh, I'm sitting down with a radio sister who I've looked up to, who's an inspiration, who just makes you laugh. She's one funny fucker. When we recorded this podcast, she was actually really, really pregnant, due almost any day, Um, but she has given birth since to little Charlie, who is, (laughs) I love, on her Instagram. His length is big boy. (laughs) So he arrived on the 24th of August at 1031, Charlie Leo Campbell. That is the new little addition to Polly PJ Harding's life. You may remember she was a breakfast host on Kiss um, here in Melbourne. Not that I'm in Melbourne, but here in Australia in Melbourne. She resides in New Zealand now and you are going to meet this epic ball of fun legend who, like I said, I've been stalking. For years. So massive love to PJ who is in the trenches right now with a newborn and you know in the magic and chaos of becoming a mum. And I just wanted to say congratulations on that. And then let's get into the episode. You know how you feel after a couple of glass of bubbles? You're confident, you're self-assured, and you're ready to take on the world. Imagine if you had the strength and awareness to do that when the buzz wears off. I'm Heidi Anderson, author, former radio host and CEO of my own company, and this podcast is about building your confidence by stepping outside your comfort zone. Welcome to Champagne Confidence. Hello, Polly.
1: Oh my God, can you hear me? Ah, she's here. Oh my fucking God, I just had a nightmare with the stupid <laughs> arm. Um... It decided to break on me and I was like, no, I keep thinking it's like solidly connected to the desk
0: and it's not. Oh, Don't you hate it when you worked in radio and someone always did the tech shit yes. and now you've got to do all of this stuff on your own? All of this stuff. I
1: always pleaded like ignorance. I was like, no, nah, I don't know how to do it. No,
0: <laughs> so I'm like, I fucking have to learn how to do it. Damn it. Ah, it's me too. Well, welcome. Welcome to the podcast. Thank you. It's so nice to be here. How many weeks pregnant
1: are you now? Thirty-five. Oh shit, girl! I've, oh. just, I've just brought like a tray of snacks, in and I get so get angry.
0: Oh my god, I love it. What is your go-to at the moment?
1: See, it's funny. I started out on a real savoury buzz, and I've kind of turned to pudding now—just sweet shit. Oh,
0: see, I had gestational diabetes. Oh, did so you? I wasn't allowed to have anything sweet and that's how I stayed off being like, you know, getting insulin and stuff. So I. That would
1: have been a blessing in disguise. Because I just
0: couldn't eat any shit. How are you going with your arm there? You getting it
1: sorted? It's got a mind of its own. Hang on. I'm just going to get this in.
0: I love it because it's just so real and honest. Uh Uh-oh, now she's choking.
1: (laughs) I'm going to join you with a cup of tea.
0: Cheers. (laughs) Cheers. Welcome. Yay. I, I have a confession. You know I, how you have a girl crush on Steph? Is it Steph Claire? Claire <laughs> Smith. Claire mm. Smith. Oh, I felt the same way about you. Really? Yeah. My God. And cause I didn't know you. And then all of a sudden you arrived in Melbourne and that was a gig that I always felt like I wanted to get to Melbourne. And I was like, who is this Jason PJ? And I remember talking to Kiwi? who is this bloody Kiwi on Australian radio? And then I started stalking you guys on your videos and stuff on Facebook and I was like, fuck, I love her. And so I just wanted to tell you that I looked up to you and so I really appreciate you being on here because – I just loved the way that you put yourself out there. It always came across very real and raw and silly and funny. And so I just wanted to tell you that.
1: Can you not be nice? Because my hormones are going all over the shop and I actually might cry.
0: (laughs) Okay, you're a
1: jerk. (laughs) No, that's really, really kind and um, it means a lot. And I know it can be really awkward to tell someone that when, you know, you admired them for a while, so thank you very much. I'm going to take that compliment. I'm not normally very good at compliments, but oh, I really appreciate it. I
0: well, you know, this is what this podcast is all about: stepping outside your comfort zone, building your confidence, it right? Is. So that's why I was like, I got to tell her that I actually, yep. I just loved your chemistry so much, and I think having been in radio myself and worked with all different kinds of people, I never found what you and what what you guys put mm-hmm. out there was that chemistry. I never found that with someone and so I think that was also such a beautiful thing as well
1: it's interesting hey people I don't think people understand how hard it is to find good chemistry yeah um and it can be and 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 I think sometimes people think oh well I'm really good friends with this person put me with them on a show will be hilarious and actually the chemistry doesn't always translate um so we were really really lucky how that worked out
0: Oh, and, and like I said, you just came from nowhere for me. Obviously, you'd had a drive show in New Zealand, New Zealand. and mm-hmm. he'd moved from Brisbane to New Zealand and that's how you guys were on air together. So is, you, you know how you put yourself out there as the silly, funny, like wants to have fun. Is that who PJ Polly is?
1: Yes. Yes, it is. It absolutely was me. And I think... um what made it more me was feeling comfortable in a zone where I was surrounded by people that I could trust. And so I felt safe. If I didn't feel safe, it was a bit of a different situation. And I felt like up until that moment when I really worked with Jace, I'd always kind of been like, who am I? And I didn't know who I was on here and and what was safe territory to go to. But I always felt like he kind of had my back and would um, be there to, pick up any dumb shit I said, he could kind of, you know, deflect or just mock or we could have a laugh about it instead of me being left on my own going, oh, my God, what have I done? (laughs)
0: Because I I don't think people get that, do they? Like sometimes they think, you know, you say something and – I know for me, I would have my brain like with all my anxieties going 100 miles an hour. Sometimes, like, why the fuck did I say that? Yeah. And if you don't have that person there for safety, it's so scary. either make to make fun of you or to go there with you, like, and actually go play in the playground and have some fun. Yes. It is scary as fuck, and it is a whole trust thing, isn't it? Like, and having the safety of a, a team around
1: you as well. Yeah, and so I think that was really really crucial for my on development and me being able to feel like I could actually be myself and I I think maybe there were still aspects of me that weren't fully shown like there was always this deeper side of me that I really wanted yes. to but you know like it was probably not the time and place for that person and I was still working out who that deeper side of me was and I still am so I think yeah you can always show aspects of yourself but there's probably always more under the surface. Oh
0: my God, I felt like that when I would stalk you on Instagram. I'm like, there's this whole other side to it, which oh, no. actually I think that it was, it made me like you and girl crush you even more because that's who I am too. And I always push yeah. for those conversations on air. I always yeah. push to have real, vulnerable, like real life shit, not just always the shits and giggles, even though it's so fun. And yeah. that's what I got from you. Are you bouncing, by the way? On I'm bounces? on a Swiss ball. <laughs> Need
1: to so up the the conversation. <laughs> yeah, I'm just, I'm so pumped to be here, guys.
0: <laughs> oh, So good. But yeah, so uh, like there was a whole, so who is that other side that, because mm. now is that person coming out through your Instagram and your own podcast?
1: Yeah, I guess it is. Um, I don't know. I've always had this kind of woo-woo side to me that you know, we'd always laugh about it on the show and, and um, I don't know, I have I guess, yeah, like I was always into a bit of spirituality, maybe in my early twenties and I've always kind of wanted to explore it. <clears throat> and I think now that I've got my own podcast, eventually I will, but I don't <laughs> want to go like full in and <laughs> just some weird woo-woo shit and put people off. So I'm just kind of like easing into it, you know?
0: <laughs> okay. So what is the most woo-woo thing that PJ's uh... doing with... When- like with your pregnancy journey that people would go what the actual
1: (laughs) I actually haven't done anything too wild in my pregnancy journey everyone thought I'd be having a home birth I'm not even though I'd love to have a home birth um I'm just I don't know there's a little bit of me that's a little bit reserved so I'm gonna go to the hospital but um I don't know um I'm actually pro, and I think I'd actually surprise people. Everyone would probably think that I'd have a really uh crazy alternative bunch of names for our baby, but actually, they're probably more mainstream than people think. <laughs> <just>
0: really, <laughs> yeah,
1: <laughs> like oh my god, isn't that a kettle of fish? Like, even going into the whole name thing with your partner.
0: Oh, that is the hu- So, Griffo and I, we struggled yeah. to actually come for it, like, to get a girl's name, like, we couldn't agree on a girl's name. Yeah. But we got a boy's name and that was Memphis, obviously. And so we were so lucky with that because it is a different name. He, that he went for that. So are you and BJ like having those conversations? Like does he?
1: Yeah. And I, I think we've actually like, obviously there's always the rogue ones that one will throw and the other's like, no way, (laughs) (laughs) no chance. Um, But then I think we do have like a few mutual on each side. So it's going to be interesting when it and- actually comes to the time. <laughs> we might so be they're like, mutual oh.
0: mainstream names.
1: <laughs> they're not like super mainstream, but like they're definitely probably more mainstream than people would anticipate. Like Jason's was always like, "You're going to have a baby and call it coriander, or <laughs> I don't know, moonshine, or who knows." Uh, but after a I mind, moonshine. <laughs> Moonshine. <laughs> oh. I promise, I promise, my baby's not going to be called Moonshine.
0: Are you scared to have your baby?
1: Um, do you know what? I'm excited. I think, like anyone, I go through waves of like, holy shit. I probably haven't prepared myself, but I don't think you really can prepare for what's coming if, if I've sort of gathered correctly from everyone else. It's sort of like, no, there's only so much you can prepare and there's only so much that you can control. And and there's going to be a lot of things probably out of my control on the day. So I've just got to control the controllables.
0: Oh, and the thing is you get thrown so much advice that yeah. I'm, I'm not going to give you any advice. Just go, girl. I'm here if you need me. If you, Especially if I'm the kind of person that's like, if you have mental health stuff going on, like I'm yeah. your girl that you can contact, you know? Like- it is.
1: People just, and I, I know that people are coming from good places, but it is very overwhelming. And I, I think it's probably more overwhelming than ever with social, um, oh, yeah. social media and all that kind of stuff, because there's just so much. There is so much. And you just have to, uh, I mean, look, I haven't even, Become a mother yet, but from what I've gathered, you just have to trust yourself and yeah. follow your god.
0: Yeah, and you know what? When everyone's throwing advice at you, sometimes you just have to tell them to get fucked.
1: <laughs> <laughs> oh, I thought you were gonna say just nod and smile, but okay, oh no. I'll go with the get fucked.
0: <laughs> sometimes I was just like, oh my god, and it, they were coming from a good place, but yeah. I just was like, I've had enough. I've had fifty thousand thoughts today, you know, yeah. from other people. But I was gonna say, you've gone through. We have a very similar story. I left radio. Uh, you know, and I've talked and delved into mine a little bit with an idea like the identity crisis and stuff that I went through. But yes, it's a massive champagne confident moment for you to be at the top of your game in radio. Like for someone like me, I'd achieved everything I wanted. The only thing I hadn't done would got to Melbourne or Sydney, but I got close. So, you know, with an audition, (laughs) yeah, yeah, we'll take that. (laughs) So, but you know, and to, to step away. And to decide that you're going to give your career up Mm. is, I I mean, for me, as we're going through this together, I know it's, I think it's epic and, you know, so exciting. Thank you. Because I'm going through a doubtful stage at the moment. So what, (laughs) so tell us about that. Talk to me about this identity crisis and you stepping into that confident person to be like, Hey, I'm going to choose differently.
1: Yeah, I I don't know, man. It was, it was just like an overwhelming nudge from inside. And I guess it's just the acceptance of, you know, you're not your paycheck. You're not that billboard. You're not, you're more than just that radio show. Mm. Um, Some people will put everything into that and that defines them and kudos to them. You know, I, I guess it comes down to what people prioritize, but for me, that wasn't everything for me. And I was, I guess at the top of some kind of game.
0: Oh yeah, girl, especially in Australia, like Melbourne is.
1: Well, I mean, it was Melbourne Breakfast Radio. Like I'm not going to be around the bush, you know, (laughs) I never really anticipated to be there. It sort of happened pretty quickly, like a whirlwind. And, you know, it was incredible. Oh my God, so much fun. But there was still something inside me going, this alone is not bringing me pure joy. And I think the whole COVID kind of pandemic made everyone look at themselves, have a good, hard look at their lives and worked out what actually matters. And, you know, a year down the track, looking back at the money I was on, it was very nice. (laughs) It was very nice, Um, but it wasn't everything. Mm. And, you know, I think when you do step away from a job like that, you're going to have doubts along the way and you're going to be like, fuck, have I done the right thing? what are you thinking, Gail? But you've got to get back into that position where you were and think what your mindset was at the time and remember that that wasn't everything and there was still something missing. And so I'm still on that sort of journey of mm. what is that missing part, but all I knew was that I had to get home and I needed to get grounded and be with the ones I loved. And here I am. <laughs> I'm kind of taking it as I go.
0: The thing is, though, you're about to have a baby. You I know, you know, you're going uh, like I don't even do you know what I mean? Like, what is even going to be a routine when you first exactly. have, the, have the baby? So you you have you started you've started your own project now, which is your podcast, mm. and are you going to continue that whilst you're pregnant? I'm um, yeah. you pregnant when you have babies. Yes.
1: yes, I'm just working out like the the final logistics around like that sort of first four six weeks because I know that's going to be minute, but. I still want to be continuing that in some capacity. So how that's going to look just working that out, but um, cause I don't want to lose the momentum. Um, mm. But I also want to give myself enough space to just be completely present, but it's so interesting. I don't know if you found this, but just building up to this birth, I'm feeling like, Oh my God, I'm not doing enough work wise. I need to, get all this shit done. I need to be doing this, this, I need to be getting more money. I need to be successful here. And it's like, fuck, where's all this pressure come from? Is this a form of nesting? Like Um, I'm wanting to
0: clean see, I think it's the achiever mindset of where we came from. Like we had this high achieving mindset that we're always like, what's next, what's next. And then when you're in this phase of, well, you know, the only thing next is the baby, but you're still hanging on to this possible of this part of this other life. Like for me, I felt like I was in between two worlds and I didn't love either at the time. I didn't, do you know what I mean? Cause I didn't really know much about being a mom and it was so new to me. So I, I really was felt like I was stuck between two worlds. And to be honest, I'm only just probably coming through the other side now of like, yeah, fuck. I don't think I need radio. Like this is, this is what I want to do, create my own show here. And I want to, you know, create my own, but it took me going through all doing all the deep healing work to get to this point.
1: Yeah. And you have to really go through those uncomfortable emotions. I'm learning, you know, stepping away, you'd be walking away from tough stuff, which I was like, I think, you know, being in mainstream radio, there's naturally a lot of stuff you have to work through I reckon and so I thought oh well if I remember myself from that situation then that'll help but then there's always new stuff which comes up and the more you are on your own the more you are forced to face all of your shadows and all of that insecurity and and self-doubt and yeah it's really Interesting. So yes, I think I'm probably uh, a little bit behind you on the healing journey. Obviously, the baby's to come, and I am. I I hate having, I hate feeling like you're stuck between two worlds. I know what you mean. It's quite discombobulating. Mm. What,
0: what is discombobulating? That's a big word for me.
1: Good word, eh? It means like, <laughs> I'm pretty sure it means like you don't feel anchored. You feel sort of neither here nor there. Yeah. You're a bit blah, 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 discombobulated.
0: Cool. I, good I word, eh? I hope
1: that's what use... it means. <laughs>
0: <laughs> I might have to use that one. Yeah, So good. tell us how, because, you know, this whole podcast is about literally stepping into the uncomfortable and feeling those uncomfortable emotions or trying something new to, yeah. you know, to find that courage to build your confidence. What are some of the uncomfortable things that you've sat in? Like what has been your mess and how did you get yourself
1: out? Oh, my gosh. Um, Yeah, it is that probably craving validation, which I thought I was above, which I thought I didn't need. (laughs) But then you don't get it and you want it. (laughs) (laughs) Um, Backing myself. And knowing my self-worth, I think, um, because I've probably always fallen into a pattern of not believing in myself. And so um, I guess I had that confidence when I was, you know, when the show was doing really well and that was, yeah, that validation, but then you sort of step away and you're like, well, am I good enough? Can I do anything on my own? Was my success literally down to this show being with this person. And I guess my challenge has been proving that I can be good on my own Mm. and prove that there is more to me than just that one character played. Um, So I think that's kind of the journey I'm on at the moment. It's like, well, I'm still working out what exactly that looks like, even like defining my podcast when I was putting it together, I was like, I don't know. I just want to have chats everywhere. You can see where it goes. <laughs> I don't want to put myself in a, in a pigeonhole. Uh, what do you call it? Yeah. Box. I want to see where it goes and I want this to, yeah, I, I don't, I genuinely don't know where anything is going, but I know that I want to grow and I want it to be bigger and I want to be better and I want to challenge myself. And that requires getting out of your comfort zone. And mm. I think Even though I was still probably out of my comfort zone in some ways on the show, I really want to challenge myself more. I just want to see what Polly is capable of on her own.
0: And do you have any idea what that could be? Writing. (gasps) Writing. And so always wanted to write. Yeah. Yeah.
1: Like saw a book? Um, maybe. (laughs) Maybe. (laughs) Have you started writing? Kind of, but then I don't back myself. See, this is the thing. And I don't have the discipline and I love the idea of it. And then, you know, she's literally need-
0: picking up her pencil, uh, her pen right now, <laughs> oh like she's going to or write something or just a nervous. Like it's the, oh my God.
1: Well, I do. I find it really cathartic. And I also find it really satisfying connecting with people through writing. It's a different a medium of communication that I feel like I haven't fully tapped into that has always brought me joy. So yeah, I think definitely that. Um, and I, I do like going into these more in depth chats. I know that podcasting is huge and everyone's doing it at the moment, you know, but, but I, I really want to explore that more on a video sense once I'm not pregnant. <laughs>
0: <laughs> hey, you're looking good. there, bouncing away today. sister.
1: Bouncing away, eating my cheese. Um, <laughs> But yeah, and 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 maybe doing some travel show or some TV hosting. I don't know. I don't know. But I just want to leave myself open or room for growth.
0: Yes, I mm. love that. And it is. It's really exciting because the only way that all these things have come to me post radio is when I created space. I created space with a baby, but you know, because I wasn't doing anything. I had no choice. I had to sit at home for six weeks and, you know, and be with him. And it was so beautiful and it was crazy and it was hectic and it was magic all in one. And then things started to open up. And I think for me, the work that I've been doing right now is that there's always time. Do you know what I mean? Like, yeah. but I think in radio, we never had fucking time. Yeah. It was like, no, you, you've you only got three minutes here and then this, that. <laughs> yes. and do you know what I mean? So, and we were all so fast paced. And then the yeah. next day, everything was out the window and you're on to the yeah. next thing literally within three minutes. And then so, it's the
1: opposite what you're doing right now, right? Yeah. <laughs> you're oh my like, God. Oh my God. There's a lot of time.
0: I couldn't be further from the girl who was on the yeah. show three years ago. And, you know, I, like you, want to have the longer chats and the deeper chats and, you know, and, and share that stuff because, like mm. I said, we'd always get wrapped up every three minutes. And it's like, oh, there's so much more to say here.
1: Yeah. 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 Yeah, making space, that's a really good point, actually, because you you have to clear out, you have to make space for the new. Yeah. Like in your house, when you clean. <laughs> Yeah, and how much better do you feel when you have a good clean? Exactly, when you chuck all
0: that shit out, oh, you're like, "Yeah, oh, so good." I've got space in my mind as well.
1: Yeah. <laughs> oh, right.
0: It's so good. so. What about you, as someone who puts yourself out there on social media? Do you ever question yourself when you put yourself out there and what, with what you post, what you're what you're saying? Um,
1: I think every now and then. Yeah, there's a natural probably. Um, level of uh uh oh what the fuck have I just done (laughs) and like you know if I don't get uh the response or the likes that I would like to have which is such a stupid superficial Mm. um, cycle that we get ourselves in but it's the truth and I will find myself you know feeling a bit more insecure (laughs) like what have I done wrong or what what why is this not connecting with people um if I don't get those likes so um I guess it's just checking yourself when you when you find yourself in in that habit because Mm. it's not healthy and if you're completely dependent on that response from people for your happiness then well fuck good luck mate
0: I know but it's like it's such an addictive thing and I think coming from radio we were defined by numbers that's literally Mm. how they sold the show Mm. it's literally how they you know survey ratings Mm. numbers Social media, everything. and so to let that go, it takes time.
1: Mm-hmm. yeah, yeah, i I mean, we were we probably um were quite good at detaching ourselves from survey results sometimes, I think, um, just because oh, we kind of got to a point where we just knew that sometimes you know, you might get a bad book, but actually we felt like we were really connecting with people yeah. and, like the show actually felt really good, so. Why let that dampen your spirits if you're actually on a roll? Um, I mean, easier said than done. Yes, sometimes you'd be really gutted by the results. Yeah. But but on the whole, I think we tried to not be completely defined by that.
0: Mm, how was it when you told Jace that you were going to leave? Mm. Like
1: what? I think he knew it was coming for a while.
0: <laughs> yeah, because I, I read somewhere, I think, did you <laughs> sell your car or something? <laughs> yeah.
1: <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I, I came back. Well, I think Jace knew by then, but the, the team didn't. And um and I think that's when suspicion, waves of suspicion started rolling. And they're like, what? why are you selling your car? And I'm like, ah, I just want to walk,
0: you know, save the planet. Use public transport.
1: Um, so yeah, it was obviously quite clear after that. But yeah, with Jace, it was a number of conversations. He was definitely the first one I talked to um in terms of you know in the radio sphere out of anyone, obviously um and it was sort of it developed over time the conversation initially it was like this is a seed this is how I'm feeling I don't know if this is going to be acted on and then it was like no 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 this feeling is still staying um this is sort of where I'm at and yeah so yeah it was not easy having that conversation by any means and it felt awful and it was just mm-hmm. like a dagger through the heart every time you had to have those combos but needed to be done and we had always been um very candid and, and honest in our chats and I think that was the secret to why we had such good chemistry is because we would always air our grievances so you know I had to do it I couldn't just be like see you later <laughs> Yeah, this would be brutal.
0: But I think a lot of people struggle to be vulnerable, right? Like to have those conversations. And so I think, you know, when you're going, just just smashing some cheese here. I was like, what is the
1: quietest bit of food on this plate I can eat? I just got some cheese. (laughs) Hey, we we can have a
0: food break, mate. We can have
1: it. (laughs) Is this so unprofessional?
0: What? Like we're supposed to to be professional. I need to eat. Yeah, exactly. What is professional anyway? And this is one thing that I kind of said, just don't choke because I've, can't actually I help to. you. <laughs> BJ BJ's not home Ryan. yet. He would save
1: me. Oh my God, I hate the sound of food into the mic. You can just keep oh. the out.
0: And my best friend, who's an editor of this podcast, she does as well. Whereas I oh always no. send her voice messages <laughs> eating food.
1: <laughs> <laughs> That's the worst.
0: Okay, enough about Jace, enough about radio. Tell me your new life, BJ. How would he say, like, how would he describe you to? Everyone else, because the public have a perception of PJ and Polly. What would he say about you?
1: <laughs> um, random. <laughs> um, I don't know. What he would say? Oh, see if he's here. Where, um, where are you? Where are you? No, I think I've I've tried to get this out of him before. i <laughs> craving validation. <laughs> I'm not getting the radio. Can
0: you validate uh, PJ, please?
1: Tell me what you love about me. Um, no, I don't know. I think you'd probably say I'm kind and fun and um, oh, I don't want to pump myself up. Yeah. Um, kind, fun, driven. Um, I don't know. Has he
0: loved just seeing you embrace pregnancy and be on the farm
1: and I think he was nervous about me making the move to be honest because he felt a real sense of responsibility because he Mm. saw I was stepping away it was huge and he was like fuck you're doing this for me but it wasn't just for him you know Mm. but that was obviously a big part of it and I think he was really reluctant initially he was like oh my god that show is you like (laughs) he he had the fears of everyone else and and I think as he's seen me kind of start creating my own stuff, he's been really, really proud. And he's like, "This is really fucking cool that you're doing this," you know. And he's sort of been my number one supporter. He'll go on and like go and download, just give me a ticket download. <laughs> 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 oh, um, so can you make yeah, sure he gets
0: on these downloads of this episode, please.
1: <laughs> yeah, I'll give him a hit up. So it's actually been yeah, it's been cool being able to make him proud and show him a different sort of side and show him me doing it on my own, which has been quite cool and doing it from here and kind of trying to create a life that I eventually want to call my dream life, you know, like where I can have this Airbnb or a retreat and work from home, have the family here, um, be in nature, you know, and then take up opportunities, still go travel. Like my dream is to still go travel and do other things but yeah. have this my base.
0: Mm, I love that. I oh, so a balanced similar. life.
1: Yeah. Oh, that's so good. I mean, call it's, me crazy. Yes. It, it's and it's definitely a bumpy road to get there as you know, but I think it makes it more worth it in the end.
0: Yeah. So for anyone who's thinking about this, they're listening to this podcast now and they're Sitting there, going, shit. I don't think I'm happy with my life. Actually, I'm getting that nudge to step outside my comfort zone and step into my champagne confidence and Mm. make a huge life decision. Mm. What would you? What advice would you give them?
1: Well, don't dismiss that feeling. Don't like listen. Trust yourself. You have intuition for a reason. And also, talk to people you trust as well who are close to you that maybe could give an impartial perspective that aren't going to be biased on a job that you're at or a partner you're with or whatever so maybe it is like a therapist or something just so they can bounce off your ideas because I remember when I was going through all this yeah. I had a few trusted people that I spoke to and I'm so glad that I did because they were a really good sounding boards so don't feel like you have to do it on your own seek good advice keep listening give yourself time like don't Make it like it's going to be the end of the world. Just look at it as something exciting, you know. Um, mm. And just remember that taking a leap can be really, really rewarding. It can be really scary. But what's on the other side can be even more exciting than you'd ever imagine.
0: And so no regrets for you?
1: No. I mean, <laughs> there'll be days where they creep in. Yeah, I think. Like, can- oh, my gosh. Oh yeah. my god! Like, remember when I got to go to all these cool events and I got all this free <laughs> shit and yeah. like, oh yeah. you know, I was on this billboard and all that stuff. But that's all superficial ego shit yeah. that you've got to deal with.
0: Okay, before you go, what kind of ch- what kind of child do you think you're having? <laughs> 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 what are we predicting here? Do you know?
1: No surprise oh, flavor.
0: T- have you had the intuitive nudge?
1: <sighs> yeah, definitely boy vibes. Like, I've got real boy vibes. BJ oh. and I both think that. But then
0: yeah.
1: I've been falling asleep at night and I'll have, like, visions of this little girl. Oh, and, my
0: God. I'm
1: just and, and girl names will come in real strong. But I don't know. I'm pretty sure it's a boy.
0: <gasps> and you've locked in a name between you guys?
1: No. We've got, like, a few on each side.
0: <laughs> okay. But, and, and then what is your, do you have any birth wishes?
1: Like, what are your birth wishes? Not a plan, but, like, what are you wishing to Yeah, happen? or preferences, they like to say, don't they? Right. I, look, I want to be at home for as long as possible and I want to be in a real calm zone for as long as possible. And, um, I mean, I want to be drug-free if I can, but... I know that that might not be the case. Yeah, I'm open to smashing that gas. <laughs> <laughs> oh. um, but look, I'll, look, at the end of the day, I'll do whatever I've got to do. But but I, I do really want to try and feel as much as I can and mm. breathe my way through it and try and be present because it's such a freaking sacred, magical thing. Also, I know it can be terrifying, but I really want to get in that good headspace. So I'm just practicing a lot of breathing and um uh birthing affirmations and all that kind of stuff at the
0: moment and are you visualizing your vagina opening
1: <laughs> up yeah 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 um it's like a blossom it goes from a bud into a. Uh, I, I, I fall asleep to this relaxation every <laughs> night it's like oh my god i can't even remember what it says but yes it's just slowly expanding yeah
0: <laughs> oh, it's such a wild ride. and I know. In- I don't
1: even, I cannot even fathom. I cannot even begin to comprehend what is coming in the next month.
0: And you know what? You just take each moment as it comes and yep. you'll be such beautiful parents and, you know, it, you. you're going to be challenged at all different times, but it's like, it's the choice that we made yeah. to bring children exactly. to the world right now. And I-
1: and what I'm learning from the get-go, from the beginning of pregnancy, is surrender. Like mm. I feel like that's just going to be my theme for from now on. <laughs> yes, <laughs> you can't oh control God. everything. So you just got to fall no. back and go, okay, it's okay, okay, all right. Let's and, go with it. we got and
0: exactly. You'll just go with it, and then every day will be different. And like I said, you're going to be such a beautiful mum. Before you go, I haven't actually told anyone this crazy weird dream that I had the other (gasps) night but I thought you are the perfect person (laughs) because it's my son is almost three years old Memphis and I've been having pregnancy dreams lately and yeah it's the weirdest dream I woke up the other morning and I was like what the hell was that but it was so weird it wasn't even on Google someone else hadn't even dreamt it before but I dreamt so I dreamt
1: that I wasn't even on Google. Did you go? What does this mean? Yeah, do <laughs> you do that sometimes? Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. But I love that there was no one else there. <laughs> so I gave birth
0: to two doll arms, like you <gasps> know, uh, and Ooh. two flippers. <laughs> like so what? I was At the same time? Yeah. Well, and then so I was pregnant, and then I rang my friend, and she goes, "I can't be there because I don't think it's going to be a safe birth." And I was like, "What is happening?" <laughs> and then I was like, "Mom, I'm going into labour. and then I birthed out. So I always think because Memphis has got his baby dolls and then yeah. the arms that, you know, how you just plug them in. So they were like that. And then two flippers like from snorkeling. <laughs>
1: oh, my God. Is that like some unresolved birth trauma?
0: Well, I don't are you, know. Are you worried
1: about popping out random limbs? Like the baby doesn't come out and one or something? I have no
0: clue. <laughs> but I was like, that is the weirdest dream I've ever had. And I you're not told pregnant anyone. again, are you? Well, no, I've just got my period.
1: Uh, okay. Even though I know I'm you can sure. get your
0: period when you're pregnant, yeah, but,
1: but the chances have, are pretty so low. I was thinking, is this a weird way of your subconscious yeah. telling you
0: that you're? Pregnant. And, well, then last night I did have another one about being pregnant again.
1: Yes. Oh my god! Did you find that your um pregnancy dreams were wild?
0: So wild, like cheese dreams. Yes, that just get really bad. So in- yeah, really and mine were really aggressive. I had really violent dreams. What about you?
1: Oh my god, I've started having that like quite morbid ones recently like about friends family members and I'm like oh my god I can't tell yeah oh no I was the same things yeah Yeah. but it started out like quite sexual dreams and I actually had quite sexual dreams about like my best friends oh yeah
0: I don't remember this and Harry Styles
1: Harry Styles and my besties I had real vivid sex dreams
0: about wow and did you get the full-on yeah. Did you get the full-on feelings as well? Like, do you know? Yeah,
1: those like, sex I yeah, 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 yeah. Oh. Felt well. Like, I don't know if I woke up with um a puddle, but like <laughs> I um, <laughs> but it, it was yeah, it was definitely an enjoyable dream for sure.
0: You need to go get a splash blanket. One of my girlfriends, Rosie Rees, has you would actually love her. I don't know if you follow her. She's incredible. Splash yeah, splash blanket, and it's for sex a tarp. Mm, yeah.
1: Well, I've heard, sorry, we're really diverting here about <laughs> I that. know, don't worry.
0: We're going to wrap it up in a sec. I've got this.
1: <laughs> but um, because, is this true? After the birth, you sweat out heaps over the, like, coming days? I've heard people get really bad night sweats because oh, it's like your body getting rid of all the fluids and stuff.
0: I don't remember that, but I just had, like, a massive downpour of blood from <gasps> I had an emergency caesarean. And a lot of people think... Oh, you know, because nothing came out the VAD, she'd be fine. And so when I got up out of the wheelchair one of the days, I didn't have undies on and just like a gush. Ah, really, yeah. from yeah, a fiction. It, it looked like someone had been murdered in the neonates ward. Like I'd gone down to see them, <laughs> and I was obviously in shock. I had panic. Anyway, I shouldn't be telling you this stuff. No, no, no. This
1: is good. This is good. This is good. I just recently. Um, it's just some messy, heavy flow pads. had not bought pads in like years. Go
0: get those period undies; they're the best.
1: Oh, do you do you reckon they work well? Yeah, period undies or even nappies. Like honestly, nappies. I do normally love period undies, but I was like, is that going to be enough for what's coming for the Niagara? Well, Ford? yeah,
0: you might need a bit more actually. Yeah.
1: Like you just—you <laughs> you, don't know.
0: I think everyone's different as well, and yeah, I mean, you can always go get some new ones, like new period undies. You could know, double them up.
1: We had like an accountant come over for a meeting the other day and I had like all these supplies that I got from town and one of them was this massive pack of pads just sitting there and BJ's like, I was like, no, he can deal with it.
0: Yeah, make him uncomfortable. I love it. That's so grown up having an accountant come over.
1: Oh, yeah, it was, uh, BJ's on a farm, so it was kind of farm accounts. It wasn't for me. I was just here looking like I knew what was going on. I had no idea.
0: With all your pads on the table. (laughs) (laughs) Yep. <laughs> oh, oh yeah. it's been an absolute pleasure i know i've probably exhausted you now this is a lot 50 minutes oh, i'm just warming up now oh uh, my <laughs> snacks are kicking in <laughs> her snacks are kicking <laughs> in she's bouncing <laughs> oh, anything you want to leave for anyone who's listening who you know has wants to know anything for like, what am I trying to say? I don't even know what I'm trying to say. Just
1: something, something profound to finish on? Yeah. Do you have
0: something profound?
1: Oh, something profound. Um, oh, it's not a bad life. It's just a bad day.
0: <laughs> I love that. No, but that's so true. I
1: think it's so easy if you have a shitty time, ta- like shitty day, shitty Monday, shitty Tuesday, and then you can think, oh, my God, the world is falling in. This guy's giving a note. You get to go to bed and you get to start brand new. Tomorrow morning, set your intentions, clear the slate, you're good to go. Just a bad day.
0: It, that's going to be so powerful when you have a baby as well. I think, like, oh my God, but I know. do you know what I mean? Can you, remind
1: me that? Can you write that? I will. And note. I'll
0: just, but even like the moments, I think we forget, like, it just can yeah. just be a moment, not even an hour or a big yeah. thing. Yeah. I will. I'll send you that for sure. Thank you. I'm going to, well, this will probably be released just after you've had babies. So we can look back at it and, oh, and you beautiful. know. I know. Well, I, I'm so like I said, absolutely honoured that I had you on the podcast. I am a honoured to be here. Yay! I'm a massive fan. I love everything about you. I love that you're unraveling. I love that you're about to be a mom. I love that you took a leap of faith and you're, you know, sharing that with everyone else because so many of us are too afraid to step out of the unknown. You know, to the unknown. sometimes it's too
1: late when we take the leap.
0: And you've done it. So congratulations. Oh. I love it.
1: Be oh. exciting. Oh. So good to chat
0: thank you so much for listening to champagne confidence today the only way we're going to unleash inner champagne confidence in other people around the world is by you getting around the show so if you are loving it i would be so grateful if you could hit follow on whatever podcast app you're listening to and leave us a review it would mean the absolute world and please come and introduce yourself i hang out mainly on instagram at underscore heidi anderson love you lots